Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Mem Hey. We're starting 12 lines from the top, third to last word on the line. We're in the middle of exploring Rabbi Shimon Shita in Mukta. We're trying to figure out how lenient he is in his application to Mukta. Wheat that was planted in the ground and didn't take root yet. And an egg that was placed underneath a chicken in order to hatch it. Mahu, what's the din? When does Rabshim not apply Mokta? Is that only when a person didn't actively push away this thing? But if he actively pushed it away, so Rabshim would apply Mokta. Perhaps, no, there's no difference. And Rabshim doesn't apply Mokta in either of these cases. Only applies mukta regarding the oil in a lamp while it's still lit. Since it's set aside for the mitzvah of lighting Shabbos candles, so now it's set aside for the Isser, you're not allowed to move it because you might ex- extinguish it. Ask the Gemara of Leslie, Hoksal Mitzvah, Rib Shimon doesn't hold of the concept that something could be mukta just because it's set aside for a mitzvah, and he needs this added thing of that it's mukta because of the isr of moving it, maybe I'm going to extinguish it. Fatan, you have a b'raisa. Sechel kachasa, a person covered his sukkah according to the proper Allah with proper schach, v'itra b'kram u'sidinam amtsuyarim, and he decorated it with colored cloths and embroidered linens, v'tal ba'gayz m'farskim shkendim remindim, and he hung nuts, peaches, almonds, and pomegranates, v'far chileshal anavim, clusters of grapes, v'atar shal shibolim, wreaths of grain, bottles of wine, oil, and flour. Also, let's talk about A person may not use any of these wonderful decorations on Matzah until the end of Yontif. But if he made a Tanai, some sort of stipulation that he wants to use them, everything is according to his stipulation. And how do we know that that Brisa actually is a pain of Reb Shimon? Reb Chiyah said a Brisa in front of Reb If a person sitting in a hut on Yantif, let's say Pesach or Shavuos, he may not take wood from the actual hut because it's considered Saiser, dismantling the hut. He is allowed to take wood that's lying around near the hut. That's not Mokta. Reb Shimon Shimon does allow you to take wood from the hut. This is talking about a case where let's say the hut collapsed, so that wood is not considered Mokta. Vishavin, but they agree. But that a sukkah of sukkahs, on sukkahs, she has surah. The one may not take wood from it or anything from it. However, if a person made a tanai, I'll call a fee tanai. Everything's according to the tanai. So we see that Reb Shimon himself holds that if something set aside for a mitzvah, of a sukkah on sukkahs, so then he may not take from it. The Gemara says, you're right, Ke'en Shem and Shebener. This halacha is referring to something that's like, it's similar to oil in a lamp, Ka'amrina. That's what we were saying. Since it's set aside for the mitzvah of lighting Shabbos candles, so now it becomes usur also to move because you might extinguish it. Itmar, now we have a memoir just like this. Has to be a case that's similar to Shemin in the lamp. At the time that's lit, since it's set aside for the mitzvah, and now it's also usher regarding the Isser of Mechabe. However, the main Isser is it's set aside for a mitzvah. And now the Gemara continues exploring the Shita Reb Shimon. Amr Reb Yehuda Amr Shmuel, Ein Moksa Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon doesn't apply Moksa, El Gregor Sutsimukum Balvad, except in the case of raisins and dried figs. If a person puts figs and grapes on top of his roof to dry, so there is a stage in the drying process that they become unedible. That's considered Moksa according to Reb Shimon. The Gemara asks, hold on one second, Umid Echwin Olay, nothing else. Reb Shimon wouldn't apply Moksa to anything else. Vatan, you have a brand. So, a person's eating 
figs, but his he has some left over. Helm Lagag and he put him onto the roof, lost his man and Gregas in order to make dried figs out of them by Novim. He's eating grapes, but and he has some left over. Helm Lagag and he brings him onto the roof, lost his man Simukim to make raisins. Loyachel, he's not allowed to eat from these raisins or figs. Actually, Yasmin, until he designates from them specifically that he wants to eat from them on Shabbos. We say the same halacha regarding peaches and quince, and all other types of fruits. And what's unique about this brisa is that all other types of fruits don't have a stage where they're not edible. So we see that Rav Shimon would apply mukta even in a case where something doesn't have a stage where it's not edible. It's always usable. And the Gemara says, Mani ilema Rabbi Huda. And if this brass is Rabbi Huda, Uma Hecha, in a case, where a person did not actively push the thing away, Isle Mukta, Rabbi Huda applies Mukta, in a case where he actively pushed it away, such as this case where he put it onto the roof to dry out, like Kal Shikain, of course Rabbi Huda would apply Mukta. So this Bryce is not Rabbi Huda. Obviously, this Bryce is Rabbi Shimon. And we see that it's not only Gregorus and Simukim that Rabbi Shimon applies Mukta to. The Gemara answers no. This Bryce is Rabbi Huda. And the Chiddush of this Bryce is that even though he's eating it, it's still considered you might think since he's in the process of eating them and then he just puts them onto the roof to dry them he shouldn't have to designate them specifically he was still in the middle of eating them since he brought them up onto the roof is that he has taken his mind off of them and therefore they would need a hazmana designation according to Rabbi Huda Reb Shimon would say they don't need hazmana and they're still not mukta so Reb Shimon's shita is intact that only Gregor and Simukin which are something that you actively pushed away and they didn't they had a stage that they were unusable for a period of time that's what's mukta according to Reb Shimon Gemara continues. Reb Shimon Berebi asked Rebbe a question. Mem Hayamid Bey is on the top. Patsile Tamara, unripe dates that were picked before they were ripe and they were placed inside of a basket to ripen. Reb Shimon Mahu. What does Reb Shimon hold regarding these dates? Are these dates like Gregor Sutsimukum or not? Amrlai. So Rebbe responded. In Moksha Reb Shimon al Gregor Sutsimukum Bavad, Reb Shimon only applies Moksha to the case of Gregor Sutsimukum. Like we had just said, it has to be two things. That you pushed it away with your hands, and it had a stage of that it's not fit for consumption. But over here, there's no stage of you didn't push it away with your hands, it just simply is unripe. But it's not that you did anything active to push it away, so therefore they're not mukta. Now the Gemara asks, Rebbe Leslie Mukta, Rebbe doesn't hold of this broad application of mukta, he holds a like Rib Shimon. The reason why we're assuming that Rebbe holds a like Rib Shimon is because Rib Shimon Rebbe asked Rebbe a question in Shittas Rab Shimon. So we're assuming the Rebbe holds a Rab Shimon. But Tanan, we have a Mishnah. Now this Mishnah is going to tell us how halacha regarding shechting animal on Yantif. We know you're allowed to shechting an animal on Yantif if you need it for food on Yantif. Another interesting thing that the this Mishnah is going to teach us is that they would give the animal to drink. They would water it before shechting it in order to make it easier to skin. So the Mishnah tells us, Ein mashkin One may not water or shech wild field animals on Yantif. One may shech and water a domesticated animal on Yantif. Why? A domesticated animal is considered Huzman. It's considered available for your use, so it's not Mokta. However, if it's a wild field animal, so you don't really have an easy way of obtaining it, so it would be considered Mokta. Vitanya and Abrais explains this Mishnah. Elohim Midbaris, what's considered a wild animal? Kol is Pesach. This animal leaves its owner's home on Pesach when it's Chnas Berevia and it only comes back home when it starts raining. Baisos, a domestic animal, is Kol Shiyatzis Berevia's Chotzot Chom. During the day, it goes to pasture outside the Chom, outside the city limits. Ubais, one is Pesach but then at nighttime, it comes back, comes back inside the Tchum to rest. 
Rabbi Aimer, Rabbi says no. Elo Velo Baisai's hand. Both of these that we just mentioned are considered domestic. Velo Hemid Baris, what's considered a wild animal? Kosherais Ba'afar, it goes out to graze in the pasture. Ve'ein Nichnasis Lishim, and doesn't come to the city limits. Lebe Mesacham of Lebe Shamim, not during the summer or during the winter. We see that Rabbi, who's giving very clear guidelines regarding the type of animal a person's allowed to use and not allowed to use obviously holds of this concept of muktzah, and he holds like Rebbe Yehuda because Rebbe Shimon would allow me to eat any sort of animal because he doesn't hold of this broad application of muktzah. Question, it seems like Rebbe holds like Rebbe Yehuda. So Gemara says no. I can either answer These wild field animals are considered like Gregus Vitsimukim because once they left my house and they're never going to come back, it's like I push them away and they're unfit because now I have to go chase them out into the field in order to capture them. So even Reb Shimon would hold that's considered Mukta. Another answer could be Rebbe was just simply answering Reb Shimon Berebbe according to Reb Shimon's shita of Lele Svirale, but not that Rebbe himself holds like Reb Shimon. He could hold like Rebbe Huda. The third answer is And this discussion of what's considered domestic and non-domestic, he was just simply answering according to the Rabbanan. He says, according to me, Leslie Mukta I don't hold a mukta because I hold like Reb Shimon. But according to you, I do yes, at least agree to me that when it leaves Pesach time and it comes back in at the first rains, the Baisas knew that that's considered domestic. And the Rabbanu just responded to him, Lie, that's not so. If it leaves Pesach time and comes back during the first rain, that's considered a wild field animal and you wouldn't be allowed to shecht it on Yantef. Okay, so Shimon's Shita seems to be still intact and now with Rebbe along the way too. Continues the Gemara. Amr Rabbi Barachana, Amr Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Barachana says, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, Amru, they said, Halacha Kreb Shimon. So it seems to be that Rabbi Yechanan holds like Rabbi Shimon. Asik Mor, Mi Amr Rabbi Yechanan, Hachid, did Rabbi Yechanan really say that? Vabah Minei Husaba Kruya, Vamri La Suruya. Mi Rabbi Yechanan, this certain elder from either the town called Kruya or town called Suruya, he asked Rabbi Yechanan the following question. Kinnishotan Ogailas, a chicken coop, Maltatuli B'Shabbos, am I allowed to carry it on Shabbos? Amr Lay, and Rabbi Yechanan told him, Klumasatan Ogailam, it's only made for chickens and it has no other use, therefore you may not carry it. Obviously, he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. He applies mukta in that case. The Gemara says, no. It had a dead chick inside of it. And we know that even Rabbi Shimon says that if something's unusable for both people and even animals can't eat it, so then it's considered mukta. This is obviously a person's unable to use it. It's a dead chick. And I, even a dog is not going to be able to eat it because since it was live on Erev Shabbos, you didn't have in mind that it was going to die. So you didn't have in mind that you were going to be able to feed it to your dogs. So even Rabbi Shimon would say it's usher. So the says, no. That's only according to the sheet of Mar Bar Memar. That says, B'Shem Rava, that Rabbi Shimon agrees by a dead animal that it's going to be Asr Mokta. El Lamar Braid Rav Yosef, Mishmed Rava. But Mar Braid Rav Yosef says in the name of Rav Rava, Rav Shimon argues even by dead animals that they are Mokta to move. What are we able to say? Why would Rabbi Yechanan say that it's Asr if not for the fact that he holds a Rabbi Yehuda? So we say no. It's that there's an egg inside, and an egg is noilid. It was born on Shabbos, and therefore even Rabbi Shimon would say it's usher. We say that still doesn't fit according to everyone's sheet of Amar of Nachman. Man Mukta, the one that applies the broad application of Mukta, Rabbi Yehuda, Islay noilid. He also holds the Isra of noilid, something that was created on Shabbos is usher. But the Leslie Mukta, if you don't apply the broad application of Mukta, Rabbi Shimon, Leslie noilid, so you don't hold of noilid either. So this doesn't fit according to his sheet Why Rabbi Yechonin say it's usher if not for the fact he holds like Rabbi Yehuda? Sigmar gives his final answer. No, the Isbi Beitz Sefraich. It had an egg inside, but this egg wasn't an edible egg. It was an egg that had an unhatched chicken inside. So it's obviously not fit for people, and it's also not even fit for animals to eat because a dog isn't going to eat 
an unhatched chick, he'll only eat it once it's hatched. So therefore, even according to Reb Shimon, it would be mukta. Therefore, Reb Yechin could still hold like Reb Shimon and say that you're not allowed to move a chicken coop. However, now we have a different memra. Kiyas Reb Yitzchak Bar Yosef. When Reb Yitzchak Bar Yosef came from Eretz Yisrael, Omar Reb Yechin, he said, "B'shem Reb Yechin, halacha Reb Yehuda." Reb Yechin actually holds like Reb Yehuda. Reb Shimon Levi Omar halacha Reb Shimon. Amar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Ah, Hanu Dama Rabbi Barbachana, Amar Rav Yechanan, that's what Rabbi Barbachana was telling us in the name of Rav Yechanan. Amru, they said, Halacha Kreb Shimon. Amru, they said that the Halacha is a Kreb Shimon. But Valele Svirle, he, Rav Yechanan himself, doesn't hold of that, and he, Rav Yechanan, holds that the Halacha is a Kreb Yehuda. How beautiful that is. And Amru, like Abayi, Rav Yosef, Abayi tells Rav Yosef, Vat like Tisbrad, Rav Yechanan, Kreb Yehuda? You didn't know up until now that Rav Yechanan really held like Rav Yehuda and not like Rav Shimon? HaRavabah Ravasi, Ikul Beravabah Dmin Chaifa. Rav and Ravasi visited Ravabah from Chaifa on Shabbos. Vinofel Menarta al-Glimid Ravasi, and a Menarta, which is a candelabra, fell on the coat of Ravasi, Veloy Totala, and he didn't move it. My time, why didn't he move it? Lav Mishum Ravasi, tell me that Rav Yechanan Hava, isn't it because he's the Talmud of Rav Yechanan? Rav Yechanan, Rav Yehuda, Svirale, De Islay Mokta, Rav Yechanan holds like Rav Yehuda, that he holds it the broad application of Mokta. So obviously Rabbi Yechina holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Why didn't you know that until now? So Amrulei, Rabbi Yosef responds, no. Menarta Ka'amrit, you're talking about a Menaira? Menarta Shani. A Menaira is different. Damar Vachabar Chanin, Amr Vasi. Hayri Rishlakish Batsidon, Rishlakish Paskin the Halacha when he was in Sidon. Menaira, Hani tells Biyad Achas, a Menaira candelabra that can be carried in one hand, Mutala Tautala, one may move it on Shabbos. Bishteyad, if you carry it with two hands, also Tautala, then you may not move it on Shabbos. Rabbi Yechina, Rabbi Yechina says, Anuain Lanu, what do we know regarding lamps and Menaira's? El of Bener Kreb Shimon, we only know regarding the Ner of Rav Shimon that after it's extinguished, you may carry it. Avol Menaira, but regarding a candelabra, whether or not you're going to carry it with one or two hands, Asalatatala, you're not allowed to carry it. So we see that even according to Rav Shimon, that is very lenient regarding Mukta, he does not allow you to carry a Menaira. Therefore, that story of the Menaira falling on the coat is not a proof that Rabbi Yechanan holds like Rabbi Yehuda. He could hold like Rabbi Shimon and it's still Asher to carry. That's why I was very happy that. Rabbi Yitzchak had told me that Rabbi Yechon actually paskins like Rabbi Huda. Wonderful. And now the Gemara is just going to explain what exactly this machlek is regarding carrying a menorah with one hand, or if it's a two-handed menorah, the Gemara is going to say. The time of my, what exactly is the reason why you may not carry a menorah on Shabbos? Rabbi Yosef, they both say, Since a person establishes a place for this menorah, therefore it becomes mukta, because you want to leave it only in one place, and therefore you may not move it. Literally, means canopy of a groom. This is not referring to the canopy that we stand under when we're at the chuppah and getting married. This is referring to a beautiful canopy over a bed. You have a pole running down the center of the bed, and you drape a sheet over both sides until it drapes over the side of the bed. This type of canopy has a set place. You never use it for anything else. Vamr Shmuel Mishim Reb Chia, Shmuel says in the name of Reb Chia, a person is allowed to take it, put it on, and take it off on Shabbos, and there's no problem that it's has a set place. And Rashi explains there's also no problem of making an oil of it's like you're making a tent and that would be an Isra of Baina because the whole Isra of oil is only when it has a Gag Tefach, when the uppermost part of your roof is a tefach wide, then that's a problem making an oil. However, over here, your kilos chasanim, your canopy over your bed, reaches into a peak. It's a very narrow point. It's not a tefach wide, therefore wouldn't be an isra of oil. So El Amr Abai, Abai gives us an alternative answer and tells us why you would not be allowed to carry a
and it has nothing to do with setting a place for it. Mishalchulias, we're talking about that it's a menorah made out of sections, and therefore if a person carries it, and it falls, and it breaks, he might piece it back together, and that's an issue of metakin mana. The Gemara says, if so, why would Rish Lakish allow you to carry a menorah if you're going to piece it back together? You're going to run into a problem. The Gemara says, no, no. My chulias, it's not referring to a menorah that has sections. It's ke'en chulias. It's a menorah that looks like it has sections. This bechidki, it has grooves in it that makes it look like it's a sectional menorah. Hilkach, therefore, chulias, if it actually is made out of sections, ben gedola ben ketana, whether it's big or small, asril tatal, you're not allowed to carry it. Because we're afraid if you drop it, you're going to piece it back together, you have an issue of metak and mana. Gedola nami, a big one also, this bechidki that has these grooves, gezeira atu gedola, we make gezeira atu a large one, the chulias that actually is made out of sections, we're afraid that an observer is going to see you carrying this one that has grooves and is going to say, hey, that's actually a sectional menorah, you're allowed to carry a sectional menorah. So we say, no carry any large menorah that's either sectional or has grooves. With a small one, this bechidki that has grooves, but it's actually one piece. And holds were not geyser. Everyone should have a fantastic day.